Hello! Thanks for checking out today's Foot in Review. We couldn't make this show without you and your fantastic support, but if you fancy going one step further, why not check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. We offer a range of rewards and benefits with all levels receiving Discord access and episodes of the show without this very advertisement. However, we understand that times are tough, and if you can't back us financially, then simply spreading word of the show or leaving us a review wherever you listen will be super appreciated as it will help us grow. In particular, we'd like to thank our Skybox holders, Medi, Nick, Artyom, Paul and Daniel for their exceptional support. Hello footies and welcome back to Foot in Reviewed, powered by footcoaching.com. Today we are recording episode 518. My name is John. And my name is Shaq. And on today's show, we'll talk about the first week of the, of the season. Of course, some fabulous final players being released. <laughs> <laughs> we have a quick look at the market and the grind of the players in objectives. Is it worth this? Is it worth it? And are we doing it? Shaq, my friend, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Great. Just come back from a really decent weekend league and uh, got my way to 11 and really tried for the 14, but couldn't, couldn't get past the, the elusive 13. And I, I gave up on the, I, I gave up after the, after the loss. And it was a good weekend league overall. I, I don't think it was as sweaty as I expected it to be. And I also really love that the weekend league has been extended. It just makes it much easier to actually get in. I can do stuff. I don't have to rush things. I can play when I feel like playing. And it, yeah, I think if this weekend league stays like this, I will really enjoy the Dodge weekend league phase. Yeah, I can imagine. So I unfortunately did not have time to actually start the weekend league. So I've not touched it at all. I played my first games of FIFA since the release of Team of the Season today. Did get the proper four hours in, so I got some matches in, got the eight wins and stuff, promotion ready. So it was a good stint to start. But um, yeah, I was a little bit... Um, because of the Creed event we're doing next week and uh, in the oh, yes. week after. Uh, it takes a lot of preparation. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, also took a lot of my time. We're going to do some before we actually take a deep dive into content. We're going to do some announcements in the coming week because there are some changes coming to the podcast. My own opinion is, I think, pretty good changes, but hey, we'll let you decide. Um, but one of the biggest changes, Shaq, can you announce it? What What's going on now? What's happened? So far, with the, with the, we have a brand new website that's coming up that's launching soon. And once the website's launched, all the communication will be on the website. We'll have a whole heap of information on there. And most importantly, I think something that I've been meaning to get my hands on, we're going to get brand new merchandise. And I really, really am excited to order some because I've been meaning to wear a foot coaching branded jersey while I sit here, or especially a hoodie. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, and if you're listening to this episode, it's live now. So we'll make oh, sure we the website footinreview.com is live whenever this show gets published. So uh, yeah, you can find the episodes, all the last episodes, all the info, info about the host. Um, there's also something really cool, which I'm really happy to announce. Kyle Sattler, who made the uh, edit in edit time blog, wrote that newsletter. He's now writing the newsletter on our website. So you can find the blog and the first episode has already been published directly on footandreview.com. So go there, find the merchandise, find the, find the contact. We're going to do a virtual studio tour soon. You can play the shows directly from the website, the sticky players. Yeah, it's uh, well, one of the reasons why I wasn't able to play, but it's live. So I'm really happy with that. Well done. I'm excited sitting right here. Well done, John. Looking forward to it. Appreciate it. Also, 
why I ask you for reviews is all the reviews you guys will post or guys and girls, of course, will post on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, will be pushed on the website as well. So I want to thank you all for sending in and I just want to take the time to couple read it because um, Foot Grandpa says, even though FIFA can sometimes be a roller coaster of a game to play these guys, keep it enjoyable for all players of all ages and levels. Discord also has a great chat and fantastic service. Thank you very much. Sam says, it is a very friendly and knowledgeable community with excellent pod content as well. Also, the FIFA coaching option is excellent. And, well, this one is a little bit biased probably, but John Kirkham says, this is the best FIFA Ultimate Team podcast for me. A wide variety range of hosts from foot coaches, pro streamers, and a more hardcore and not very good players. They cover it all. It's like listening to your mates chat about the good, bad, and ugly parts of foot. Later nice. contact, play reviews, tactics, and tips. What's working, what not, and how to change it. Sound quality is top-notch too. Thank you very much. Nothing left to say, but drop it. Don't worry, we're not dropping it. Let's continue with Team of the Season because <laughs> the first five days are done by now. Check which players have you used? So far, I think from the Team of the Season community, I've used um, Thuram, and he was Kefren Thuram, and I think he's really really better than i expected him to be looking at the stats i think a lot of people assume that he was not much of an upgrade on his uh, future stars card i haven't used the future stars card i didn't do the actual sbc back then so for me this card is completely fresh and i think he completely bosses in midfield i really enjoyed using him along with that i also use i was talking to you earlier i used gertruda if that's the way i pronounce it um gertruda and um he was I expected him to be a lot better. I really, for some reason, 90 base center back, I just thought he was going to be hefty and he's going to be perfect on the right back position because my right back is a stay back uh, while attacking right uh, position. And he just wasn't as good as I thought. I mean, that's just my, because uh, I, I had to remove Zambrada and which I don't really like Zambrada as much, but I put Zambrada back in. So that's, that's explaining a lot that I didn't really get along with um, Gertrude as much as I wanted to. Along with that, um, this weekend league also uh, brought back in, uh, brought back best in, which I've, I can keep talking about best all day, all night. That, that bloody foot birthday best cards is actually makes the game fun. I sold him away a while ago and got him back and he just is so much fun. I've never had the pleasure of trying him on um, but I'm a bit spoiled on right midfield. I got uh, uh, Gofu early on, Mbappe, player of the month, who can right, play right winger as well. And I have the uh, Alawaran card. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my right winger is a little uh-huh. bit stacked. So when it came out, I was like, yeah, it does look good, but he's probably not better than when I have, so don't uh-huh. do it. Interesting thing about best. I'll, I'll tell you a couple of things. Uh, well, Al Alawaran, he's your untradeable card, so I guess it, it makes sense for you to use him. I bought him to try him this weekend league. Um, haven't used him a lot, and he's good, but he's just fast. I just I I, I don't really. He's fast. He's great, yeah. <laughs> and his finishing. I think his finishing is on his left foot. People, I think, assume he's a right footer even now after playing him for years. They still assume he's a right footer. He's a left foot. He's good, but I think he's yeah. He's just fast. And going back to right wing, with Best, I would not use him on the wing. I would not use him at cam because his passing is not that good. I would use him as a striker. His finishing is incredible. 94 finishing off the bat. He's amazing. Oh, the other good thing that happened at Weekend League is in my red picks, I got Rodrigo, team of the season, in, oh, my, hey. in my red picks. So I'm spoiled for choices in right wing as well. And Rodrigo, first, yeah, early impressions, he's really good card. Really, really good. I don't know if he's 1.6 million good, but he's fantastic. Yeah, I... 
definitely believe that he also played a terrific match this weekend if you have seen him. But um, no, that, that that's awesome though. I have to admit, I did not pack in much. I packed um, uh, our friend Feyenoord, of course, our midfielder, Kukchu, which nice. was one of the cards which I wanted to try anyways. So I was happy packing him. He's tradable, but he's not worth much, unfortunately. <laughs> um, then again, I did I did Kukchu. I, had, I played this, well, today, those four hours, I used Kukchu. I used Gertruyde as a right wing back, but on joint attack. Honestly, so I use them a little bit differently. Oh, yeah. Um, I use Hansko, so the Fine Art Objective player as well. And yesterday we got a Houston Bilo card, goalkeeper from Fine Art, which I know I was a little bit loud about last week that he didn't get a card. Oh, he did. So thank you very much. Um, don't know if that was because of a listen or you already scheduled that, but that makes up, makes up a lot of my feedback that I gave on the selection last week. So thank you very much. I got four now. Um, it's almost Honestly, like you know, some, you, you know someone at EA, this is too many fine art cards, way more than I'm used to. Well, deserving is so though, right? Fair um, enough, fair enough. Uh, but I know I said last week I will try, I will do a fun team. So my team is now half fine art, half Juventus uh, with Benzema on top basically. So um, cool. yeah, quite enjoying it. Honestly, I do think that Kukchu, um, basically Kukchu isn't, that terrific. He should have got a way better card for the, one of the best midfielders in the Eredivisie. But um, nevertheless, I'm just going to use him because honestly, why not now at this stage of the game? <laughs> but it's hard if you play Kukchu against an uh, Gullit 94. Yeah, definitely. definitely. So it's a, hard, mean, it's a hard sell. But, you know, I quite like these cards. I think this is the fun of team of the season. I yeah. did use two more cards. Um, one, unfortunately, my the name sort of slips away from me. The center defender from... I think it was Celtic, but I don't want to inf- uh, insult anyone. <laughs> completely uh, mind blank here. I, I packed him three read. times now. Yes, he's um, one of the other ones. Yeah, I packed De Gea four times uh, for some reason. Um, already tossed two of them in an SBC because, well, I used Dudek. I was like, okay, I might, I have good quarter team of the year. I might use, uh, I might use De Gea. But then, of course, I, uh, Houston Bilo came out. I was like, yeah, okay, you guys are all pains from that one. So it's probably going to end. Up. But the hair was actually pretty pretty good. Oh, just talking about one of the, one well, no, we're not really just talking about just the market, but one of the things that I found really interesting, even with SPCs like Bilo today, straight away, the first thing that happened is other goalkeepers just dropped in price. Like uh, there's a lot <laughs> of goalkeepers just just plummeted in price and I just find it so weird because this is not a goalkeeper that people just jump in but because it's what's going on right now with people having the community or the Eredivisie Tots guaranteed pack and things people are just jumping in and doing these SPCs to get the chemistry and then all other keepers are just falling down so it's something interesting to keep an eye out like if you're looking for a particular card that um, just suddenly drops in price it's a really good time to just jump in and buy them Def- yeah well definitely although like uh I have never had to buy a goalkeeper this year before, I think. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the Wimmy effect. You just keep packing goalkeepers for some reason. And the next goalkeeper is just a tiny bit better than the last one. And I honestly don't think Bilo is on the level of Courtois over Dudek. But to be fair, like I said, I, at this point, I don't care. Just want to have a fun team and just enjoy yeah. it. Which is pretty rad, actually, because I played Rivals this morning. And it's pretty fun if you can beat like those gold squads with now four final yeah. players and the rest of Juventus in your squad, which is 
way more satisfying yeah. <laughs> than using all the top tier players. And Mbappe on the bench is a bit weird, though. So. <laughs> I think the, the, the centre-back you were talking about was Carter Vickers. Yes. Was you. he good? I actually didn't didn't hurt. Like, I didn't mm. know much of a difference. Um, so I think you can't really... like This is the team of the season. If you're yeah. a fan of the club, just use him because they'll be I, decent anyways, right? And sure, it's not 95 Modini. But besides that, it's definitely on there, right? So... Yeah. Well, while we're on the Eredivisie thoughts, there's two cards that really have piqued my interest. I'm sure, I mean, you won't like them because they're from opposing clubs, especially one of them um, is Tadic, who I, I've been hearing a lot of good things about his particular card this year. He gets a special card every year, but apparently this particular card with five-star skills is really good. And that's some, that's a card I really want to try soonish. And um, the other card, of course, is, is Avi Simmons with... I, I, I can't understand whether he's overpriced or he's not. I, it's really hard to say, but he's just, he looks decent. He doesn't have five-star skills. I still don't understand why he's trending at close to 800, 900K almost now. Yeah, so Xavi Simons, right? Um, yep. The thing is, that guard's really fast on midfield. So I think that's sort of the, the, the thing with him. He's got a great haircut as well, so it really stands, stands out. Um, but I would not pay... And I'm serious about this, right? I wouldn't do it next week either. Like in a, a week where the team of the season comes out, I would not buy team of the season players from that team for this amount of money. If it's a 1 million, 800,000, 600,000, I would just stay away. I bought Getruida for 50K or something, but like, yeah, you know, that's fine, right? Yeah. And, and I don't care if he, he ends up being 30 or 20 in the end. I'll play him anyways. But I would stay away from Simons because we get the guarantees back. And you might back Simons. Well, there you go, right? Uh, net loss. If we get players every single week that are on that level as well, you get them from red picks. I don't know about more. I don't know the things about the market that you do, of course, but I'd stay away from just oh, buying. I completely agree. Completely agree with you. But I think I'm just curious as to why the market has placed this guy so expensive. And I don't, I, it seems to be around. It's not like back weight is low. Um, he must be phenomenal in game the way that people are buying him up because he dropped significantly low and just shot back up. And he's just been going up and up and up. And I just think there must be something to this card. But I can't see, okay, he's fast, but he doesn't have five star skills. He doesn't have five star weak foot. So I'm just like, what's there that I'm, he's got 99 agility, 99 balance. Probably that's what's working in his favor. And like you said, from central midfield, using that speed is pretty darn good. And he's face defend, ah, his face defensive stats look good but if you look inside his defensive awareness is just 70 but his face stats look really good now that makes sense i didn't look at his defensive stats all right maybe that's why people are hyping him up well i think is that must be but you can yeah no i like i still don't see it like oh, i think look. it's a pretty cool card um given lancor and that actually looks really good but this this card will be in two weeks two hundred k yeah, so maybe yeah. That's maybe the, a little that's bit my main issue with this, right? Like, good yeah. card, funny added card. I think Kukchu deserves a card like that as well, by the way. Mm. Uh, but that's a different topic. <laughs> Nevertheless, what do you think about the, his colleague, the young, getting a card in SBC? Oh, pretty good card, decent card, I think. Um, not, not. I don't think people are just running out and getting the card done straight away. But if you have, I think the Van Basten card, the, the Van Basten trophies card that came out recently, last just a couple of weeks ago, 
that's probably arguably the same kind of card or even better card if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So this card's decent, decently priced, decently valued. I mean, um, he, he's great for links, I guess, at this point in time, especially with all the cards that are, people have been packing. But it's not a card that I would just jump out and do unless you have like a lot of spare fodder lying around that you don't, duplicate fodder especially, that you have nothing else to do with. Yeah, that's fine. Otherwise, yeah, just go buy the Van Basten. Yes, thank you. I yeah. couldn't say that better myself. Uh, not a bad value though. And he links yeah. with Savi. So, well, I think for five star weak foot is pretty cool. Thing mm. season, a decent price. Um, just a little bit biased, so I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's that. Um, I used the Pavlidis card as well. Actually. Oh, yes. Um, also, not too bad. Like, you can fit him in uh, if you're a fan of him or you're Greek, or an AZ fan, it's man. He's fine. He's good enough. Um, he's not R9, but then again, who is except R9? So, yeah, I think this is... Uh, yeah, I like the selection set last week. The only card I have got and I have not tested yet is the Kim Minye card. Mm. Um, he looks really fast, honestly. Uh, but he just, he could fit my team as well, but I'm just not going to replace him. So I haven't got the desire maybe <laughs> to use it, to, to put him in yet, uh, to try him. Um, and honestly, he's probably one of the first cards that will enter SBC Heaven. If we get a guaranteed community team season, SBC, will we get that one? Oh, I think we have to get that one. And I really hope it does come out, hopefully, in the next 24 hours or so. It, it makes sense for them to drop the SPC and just to follow normal pattern because it's not breaking the market. It adds a lot of um, excitement to everyone who's used to TOT. So I'm, I would bet that it's coming out. Uh, when it comes out, I'm not really sure, but it should come out. I'm pretty confident it will come out. Yeah, we'll get a new team on Friday. So it should be coming before Friday, I guess. Hopefully, um, yes. But it's, so it is it, it is quite an interesting SPC. If you look at the cards inside, I mean, the community team of the season, it's not a bad team. It's not, no. I mean, it's not, it's not a really amazing, oh, you've got to get this team, but it's a pretty decent team. And I'm talking about from that SPC perspective, you've got some really good options in there. So I think it would be a really hyped thing that EA should be doing and they would be doing because there's some really good cards like Jesus, Gabriel Jesus, like he's still going at 2.4 million coins. Sanchez. Rodrigo's, Sanchez, yeah, Sanchez. See, Sanchez is an interesting card as well. Again, I don't understand his pricing because his previous foot fantasy card is not that different. And his foot fantasy card is literally half the price, even less than half the price. And there's only like, there will be only one rating difference because the 93 rated Sanchez will become a 94 soon. It should be. And um, yeah, there's not much difference between that and the team of the season. So that's another interesting price differential I'm seeing. Yeah, I get that because I got the 93 version. In oh, you did? I've never used him. <laughs> so I'm honest. <laughs> Uh, but that's because I got Benzema. And if you have, like like I said this before, if you have a team of the year card and you like the card, you don't replace them. Yeah, so why would I? Um, so I've never used a 93 rated, but if I compare the 93 with the 95, I don't see the double price difference either. So Exactly, exactly. Also, also I don't see the 500k for the 93 card, right? Hey, uh, don't get that one. Yeah, I have the 93 untradeable as well. And... I keep trying to jam him into my team, especially because I've unlocked Payet, who's who's stuck in my unassigned pile right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. But um, I, I really want to try and like him, but he just he 
he does some great stuff. His one thing about him, I'm still getting used to time finishing, and his I've mastered how to time finish with him. With him, I've been able to do it consistently. So there's something that that's connecting with him for me. You took the Payette card for uh, instead of the 85 yep. times 10. So yep, I took the 85 times 10 as uh, instead because I won't like uh, probably won't play Payette. Um, I was pretty decent. I got that uh, the Kim uh, the Kim Minye card. Uh, I got a dupe center defender from Celtic, which name I again forgot. <laughs> Uh, and I got Mbappé gold, actually, from that. It's all untradeable, of course, but that was a pretty decent value, I think. So this situation, I'll, I'll, I'm gambling well. Yeah. I still think I'm just going to do always going to take the fuller packs in this. Yeah, that's just fair enough. Just for the hint of luck. In, in yeah, that's fair enough. I think what I've decided is I'll try and get the cards that I can't access. Like, for example, um, I like Payet. I've always liked Payet. I've loved his Winter World wildcard. I've used it multiple games. I've used over 100, 100 plus games. I really enjoyed him. And this is a five-star Payet. And if you look deep down and look at his stats, he's got 93 strength and a stocky body type with five-star skills. I was like, this is this should be fun. And he links with Sanchez. He'll give links to Mbappe. So I was like, you know what? Let me get him done. Let me... Let me pull him instead, and really looking forward to trying him once I get him, of course. But yeah, I'm really yeah. Once he's out of that stock, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, let us know what you think when you have finally tested him. But I why will. are you so much uh, unassigned, Jack? Shall we talk to Mark a little? So there is a little bit of a thing. So last year, roughly around this time, if you have a look at Anastal, there was um, uh, one of the community. I can't remember if it was a community team of the season or was it a. a uh, Eredivisie team of the season, Anastal, the goalkeeper, the German goalkeeper. goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah. So his team of the season card was someone I just thought, oh, I should pick up some of them. And I just didn't last year. And that same card that I looked at was roughly 87 rated. It was about 20, 21K. Within a week's time, that was trending at about close to 30, 29 to 30K. Just because once these team of the season cards are needed for the SBCs, they start spiking up. And I sat down and thought, you know what? What, what, what am I doing? I'm not trading. I'm not doing anything. I'm not constantly, but I've lost so many coins on trying new players over the past maybe month. I've lost, I was telling Nate the other day, I've lost close to about three to four million at least trying new cards. So that, you know what? Let me see one last hit before I stop completely and just buy whatever the hell I want to buy. I just went in and I uh, just went on the side and quite a lot of coins on um, Weimer. What was it, is it called Weimer? I can't even remember the, the actual name of the guy that I've seen so many times. Vermin. Weimer. The PSV Eindhoven central yeah. midfielder. He was the cheapest rated team of the season card when I started picking him up. And I just picked up tons of him. And he's still roughly at the same price that I picked him up for. And um, yeah, I'm happy to, I don't really, I'm not really excited about the Premier League team of the season as well. So I'm happy to hold on for at least another week, 10 days and see what happens. And yeah, I'm really, I think this time I'm really hyped for La Liga and Liga. Liga. So I'm happy to wait to open my packs until then. So yeah, that's, that's the plan so far. Sounds like a pretty solid plan though. Yeah, let's fingers crossed it all works out. It should. Worst case scenario, I end up with like a couple of million profit, which is fine. I don't really care. If if not, <laughs> if not, I'll just like get rid of nothing. Just a couple of minutes. No. Hey, I talk to Nathan, and the stuff that I talk about is, is is chicken feed. It's just small, tiny change compared to what the man does. Yeah, uh, I just want to hype you guys up because you make a terrific trading show uh, along with Wimby, of course. Uh, we try, yes. Patreons, so check it out. Of course, I would say patreon.com forward slash food and review, but you can also go to foodandreview.com and just click on the Patreon button. That works as well now. Um, yeah. But the exclusive trading show, you guys have been making so much coins there. <laughs> um, I saw Nate send them a picture. He's on a holiday this week. 
uh, John, I've got 15.8 million or something. I got a full stock squeeze. Still, it has R9 like in the team. <laughs> Uh, like uh, I think I'm gonna go nuts on Friday when team of the season, right? Premier League. So I think I think you, you can. I think you're. You oh, could. of course. <laughs> I've of got course. Uh, 75k, and I made some coins this week. But that's my stack: 75k and a and a tradable Kukchou and Getrada. Wood wood. Hey, honestly, I was talking to I was talking on the Discord just today. It doesn't really matter what your team is. It's just you. It, it doesn't get me more wins if I have an R9. For me, at least, it doesn't get me more wins if I have an R9. However, I must say it's not a it's not a plug or whatever. I think my gameplay tremendously improved as soon as I got a little bit of a coaching session from you. I think last year when I had a brief session with you, and that's just changed by the way I play. It's just I don't I, I don't think about the things. It's not I never worry about the meta. I don't worry about any of that jazz. It's just I know when I'm doing something wrong, I can see that I'm doing something wrong. So, yeah, it certainly helped. R9s <laughs> in that don't really help my game. It's these discussions. I'm glad it helps, but it's, it is what you say. It's also confidence when playing yourself. Um, it's not like, don't care about your team. Don't care about your other team. Just Correct. play your opponent and then think, if you do it like that, team's just an extra if you have some fun players in, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Alrighty. Um, any tips for people wanted to trade in this time still? Except the oh, there's a lot mentioned. of, this, oh, well, depending on when this actual podcast goes out, one of the things that I'm really interested in is trying to look at the community team of the season. Just before we get the guaranteed pack that comes out, I think there's a lot of cards that you can look into, like especially cards like Robertson. I think Robertson is someone that could do really well heading into our Premier League tots. I think any Premier League out of the pa- out of pack cards, uh, I'll just hold off just in case we get a Alan Sane maximum SBC. So stay away from left wingers. But the other special cards, you know, people are going to pack different kinds of uh, team of the season from Premier League. And first thing they want to do is buy other team, other Premier League cards. So those are the cards. If you've been meaning to look at buying some of them, I think it's a really good opportunity to start buying them up and yeah, start using them. I think wait till, if you can, I think this is the low time in the next 24 hours, but just to avoid any any panic, if you can, just wait till Friday. It's a decision I'll leave to the listener, but hey, just look at what happened last week. The lowest point of the market was literally Thursday, Friday for those cards, and they just boomed on the Friday. At 6 p.m., they all boomed. Literally any card you touched went up 50, 60, 70K. So yeah, just keep an eye out for Premier League cards this this yeah, next couple of hours, next 48 hours or so. Yeah, waiting was the team season cards were a little bit shaken down. Friday evening when we recorded the podcast, the prices on place just kept uh, going down, down, down during our show. And the morning after I woke up like, okay, Getreide is like 70K or something. I woke <laughs> up, checked this morning after, like, yeah, let's get Getreide 140K. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I, I bought him on Sunday evening for 30, 50, I think, something like that, 55, yeah. 50. Like, oh, that was a, Big bounce between Friday and Saturday, right? Well, uh, that's basically because do you remember there was a SPC that came out that guaranteed five uh, Dutch rare goals, and there's not many Dutch rare goals, and they were guaranteeing five, and out of, and it was a tradable pack as well, and that was that was when I think all the Dutch cards went mental. I think that's where I heard her. They really dropped a lot. In fact, I bought a couple of Gertrudas at that point in time at around, I think, 50-odd K and sold them for 64K within like 24 hours or so. So that was a, so. this is another thing to keep. I mean, look, I don't expect anyone to keep such a keen eye on the market. It's not It's not even in your best interest. You just go mad trying to just chase every single deal. 
just enjoy yourself and do these small little bits and bobs and buy someone to try out and that might go up in price and sell them as soon as they go up in price. That's the way to do it. Yeah, awesome. I'm still not going to trade, but it's awesome advice. <laughs> I've been telling you to buy a bloody team of the weeks for I don't know how many years. I know. Job. And I, I, it's not that I don't want to, but it's just I like, know. we need to get work done, right? We need Fair to enough. Running and if I have a little bit of time, I just draw a play. Actually, Fair enough. Fair enough. About that. Also playing 541 has been running havoc this week. Um, what can you say about the 541? Have um, you faced I it? I did struggle with five at the back. I don't necessarily know if it was five four one as such, but I did. There was quite a lot of people in weekend league playing five four one. Some of them were easy enough to unpick. Once you find out what they were doing, it was easy enough to unpick. But some of them, I had some of my biggest losses this weekend, like the stuff that I just couldn't beat. It was a five at the back formation that I was playing against, and I found it a bit interesting to play against because I couldn't really find a clear weakness. And I kept doing different things. I changed my formation. I just was, I was struggling a little bit, but I think I need to play that formation a little bit to understand what the weaknesses are so I can exploit it. Yeah, exactly. So I have been playing it also last week when we got to the FTS qualifiers, of course. Um, and with the 5 4 one what they do is they use the fullbacks to run forwards. Um, they are probably even on joining attack, most likely. Some are on balance, but I've not seen anyone with a drop back or a stay back on the fullbacks of course i think it's not necessarily an issue this formation you need to play slowly you need to play carefully and if you score a goal against it you're gonna have really issue scoring against you that's one thing that's one honestly that's really good advice because one of the times this 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 weekend league i was struggling against the five at the back and i just had, had to play really slow really slow and calculated and measured and i was getting the upper hand but the problem was john i lost interest i was like i can't just keep doing that's, this like it's a game of chess and i can't be bothered i just want to have fun so i just went all out and lost the game well that's the thing joho uh, says in the live chat which you of course you can join if you are a patreon member he says, I heard some players actually play fullbacks and others are saying you can play just a winger there with no defensive stats because the formation is so broken. What's your opinion? This formation is not broken, period. There's no formation broken in this game at all. Just putting it out there. I know this has been, if it's a four triple two, the four three two one, everyone's been spamming me with broken formations this year. There's no formation that is absolutely broken. This is a really balanced FIFA. Why is 5-4-1 really hard to beat? Because they play it on like... 30 below depth even, or width, I should say, not depth, but width. So it's on 25, 28, 30, something like that, which if they just let everyone fall back, it's really hard to get through. How do people score the most goals? By spamming true balls. You can't spam true balls to this because it's just five to back steady. Those fullbacks are not there to defend. Those fullbacks are there to, when you get the ball, to be your out. So yes, you can definitely play a winger there or an attacker there they don't necessarily need to have defensive stats at all but it's definitely not broken because how you beat this formation is two things one you stay on the ball you stay relaxed don't don't start spamming true balls because that's on that doesn't work that's also why it's considered strong now but i definitely don't think it's broken but if they lose the ball going forward and they lose the ball with those fullbacks coming up you got so much space to just take a green time finish shots from outside the dome or a Travella shot from outside the box from those areas where they have lost the ball, then it's actually pretty easy to score against. And I think this is one of those hype things. It's team of the season. 
uh, FTS plays, many people play five for one. These are pro players playing pro players that get one or two chances a match. This is a way different setup. Um, they don't lose the ball with their fullbacks going forward either because they just play it back if they they don't take any risks there. I think this is the perfect time to get hypes and clicks. So you say this is the most broken formation ever. Uh, and you see pro players slamming people now in Weekend League because there are so many more people playing Weekend League instead of they're playing. It's like if it was really broken, we would have seen weird results on the FTS. We didn't see any weird results on FTS. Just everyone playing that because it's the safest playing against it as well. My opinion is play it if you want, but if you do it, you have to be really careful not to lose the ball with the fullbacks. You're not going to have a lot of fun playing it. I've been playing it four hours this morning. It is never, it's not much fun to do so. It can be really efficient to do so. Honestly, in the three weeks from now, everyone's just playing back 4-3-2-1 or 4-2-2 because it's actually more fun to do so. And yep. fun, most fun thing in this game is just to have a, to score a goal. And you won't, you won't go score four goals with this formation. Did I say yeah. enough about this? I guess so. <laughs> no, that's completely fair. And I think that's when this this weekend I realized, like I was just trying to play so slow against these guys. And I thought, hang on a minute. Like, I just want to have fun. I, I don't really care. I don't, I want to win, but it's not to a degree where I hate my my enjoyment time. So I just thought, you know what, screw it. I'll just go and hell for leather, went for triple two. Oh, oh, definitely, that particular game I do remember because I was really having the upper hand playing slow. But then I thought, screw it. I lost it. But the next game onwards, I just had to did my own thing and I was able to overcome some of them. Yeah, but uh, I did see a lot more five at the back this this particular weekend. Yeah, so Joe asks, so if people like three or five at the back, you suggest three, four, two, one as your offensive option. That I do um, suggest because the three, four, two, one is still a very cool option to use. And also... I think if you play a 5-4-1 and you play a 3-4-2-1 and you know that they can only have an out on their fullbacks, you will actually always have the upper hand if you play that safely. So I would do that. <laughs> also, Very but if you do lose the ball on your fullbacks against their fullbacks, you're done for because then you don't have a backline open and they will just run with five men forward. So it's I, I, yeah, the game of chess is sometimes, of course, what I like to see when, we, but that's also more of the job that we have, of course. Um, but I think three at the back, five at the back. It all works. There's no broke formations. Just do what. Yeah. We had a trainee yesterday, a friend of the show, Marius, which said to me, I have, I have to acknowledge that there's this year, there's no formation that's actually broken. The formation you like the most is your most broken formation because you that's can play true. the best with it and you can counter everything with anything anyways. So I have to agree. Yeah, that's... That. That's particularly true. I think this year, I think Dan, and he always keeps mentioning on the show as well, this year there's so many different formations you can actually choose and try. And it's never like one formation is, is a one-size-fits-all. It also depends. It opens up what you're doing with your squad, the kind of players you have, what you want to do with those players and how you want to use them, whether you want to stay back or make your fullbacks attack. It, it's quite interesting. It is good. It's refreshing to have multiple formations to choose from, not jump to one formation like, oh, this is the most meta. I just jump to it, which is good. I, I see a lot of people just stick to their guns like you and myself i'll just stuck to whatever i uh, works for me that i like to play and i've never looked at any youtube video this year to say i need to go try that no nah, not really no i'll be back to four to three one at the end of the week though <laughs> <laughs> but then again um i have to try it just to know what's going on mm. uh, but i think um this is this 
really well balanced game and i think the balance now shifts as well right so players get more stronger players get better players get faster and they are having higher finishing so you can probably get away with if you're a decent player with just getting one or two chances and win 2-0 yeah even easier than before so yeah but I, I, the fact that it's a balanced game you can see in team selection because i've seen pretty um very differentiated teams this week or this this morning when i played not a, not a single thing was basically the same. Sure, you see some recognizable SPCs because they're available for everyone. But it's not like I see the same players every single match. Yeah. No. It's quite varied. I, I do agree. And there's so many casino SPCs coming out literally two, three a week. So or maybe even when you do repeatable, there's a lot more. So people are backing a really good team of the years, icons. Uh, the, people are backing a lot of fantasy heroes and the people are backing... Um, a lot of World Cup heroes still that are usable. So, for example, I came across a Yaya Toure today, uh, the, one of the, the Trophy yeah. Titans one. He was, he was a pretty good card. Like uh, When I used him, he didn't do any of that stuff, but he played really well against me. I was pretty impressed. Yeah, and uh, I backed Papen and Crouch. Oh. I subbed them in, tried them. Again, fun guards, not exceptional, but yeah. I'm going to stay away from those Gamble SPCs now or uh, how you call them, <laughs> because... It's very unlikely I get one that's actually making my team and the standard. And I every, every time I do, and I feel sort of, ah, man, why did I do this? But in the meanwhile, I've got six team of the season cards being duped uh, and I can't open packs. Uh, so I could use something for that as well. Yesterday, Bailo was the fastest SPC I've ever done, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get some space in the untradeable. In the untradeables, yeah, fair enough. Oh, well. Anything to add still, Shaq? Um, nothing on, on these particular cards, but one of the things I really wanted to bring up as well, just to have a quick conversation on one of the th- really interesting moves by EA during this team of the season with objectives. And I really, I think I really find the whole, uh, I think it's been discussed on the show before on how the season is progressing and how you get these, these swaps that actually work. And it really, I, I, credit to EA, it's, it's fun. They've made it really interesting. I don't have to look for tokens. I don't have to grind tokens. I just play the game, do bits and bobs here and there, and it just things just happen. It is great. I love it. One of the things that they've done that I think a small change to that would have been ideal for the whole community as a complete whole is they have a weekend league objective this time around. That that it's an objective that you do or, or you play a couple of weekend league games, you get you pass through the objectives. Great. One of the objectives they have in there to complete the whole set is you need to play you need to win three games with the Premier League squad, three games with the La Liga squad, three games with the Serie A squad, three games with the Bundesliga squad, and three games with uh, I must have mentioned uh, Liga Liga. So all these five leagues, the top five leagues, you need to win three games with a full squad of these players. It sounds easy-ish on paper, technically. But three games each with those squads will mean 15 wins. 15 wins across weekend league. It's in, it's not going to happen in one weekend league. No normal person like me is going to get 15 wins in one weekend league using brand new squads. Alternatively, if they just say play three games, that makes really interesting squad building choices for everyone. And people like me would say, you know what? I've got my nine wins or 11 wins. Let me just have fun now. Let me just play whatever squad I want to play. Let me just try all these new tots, team of the season cards that I'm trying. Let me just have fun with them. And that's not there because it's, it's all a win objective. So ah, the small little thing for me, I really wish they'd look after these things and make the community enjoy themselves rather than try to fight for every single thing. So yeah, that's just a small bugbear that I have. Yeah. And I, I think I agree, honestly. It's a little thing which 
you're going to play Wicked League anyways if you can now. So why not grind towards this while just trying it? Uh, exactly. Yeah. If you want to give up your last three matches, you do it. But start with that team, right? Yeah. Uh, just, like yeah, that. that's... Yeah. But if it was play, it would just be like, yeah, everyone would just be playing. They'd be trying new players, different fun squads. And yeah. I that's... do think that I don't mind it that much. Either, if <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I agree. But if they don't change it, I'm also not too bothered. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I think uh, if, if you get if if you consistently get over sixteen wins in weekend league, it's something worth attempting for sure. But if you if you're like me, where fourteen is still your last bastion, it's just not really something that I I, st- I thought I'll try it. I went two games with a brand new Premier League squad, and I just wasn't clicking as well as I thought I would. I thought, you know what, screw it. Why am I doing this to myself? Let me just play and have fun. I agree. I mean, I think that's the most important. Not right now. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Like I did Hunchko, but I did Hunchko through rivals. Yeah, um, and I just saw I actually need to win two more games, and I got Jolinton, oh, which nice. might be worth just doing it. But it's not like I grinded for it. Like I said last week, I'm not gonna focus on it. I did focus on Hunchko, of course, um, but now like okay, I'm two more wins away with starting three Premier League players to get, and Jolinton, which you know what, I got that untradeable Bobby Champions League thing. I'll just put him in, and we'll be fine. That's probably where the assist came from as well, from Sandro, and like yeah. Then it's fun, but it has to be an exceptional player Will I spend my time in squad battles trying to do so. Well, I wanted to get Joe Linton in because I don't have any Premier League players in my squad. And I thought, you know, I'll get Joe Linton in. And yeah, I've I've unlocked him, but yeah, he's still stuck somewhere. I'm waiting to try. I have come <laughs> up against him a couple of times and he was pretty decent. I think he's... I'm hearing good things as, about him. Yeah, he's not as good as Turam. I think he just lacks the physical presence, but... Yeah, it's pretty decent card, pretty decent, fast. Definitely. Awesome. Um, let us know in the comments section on wherever you're listening to this, if you're grinding towards these players, have you tried any players? And if you want us to, um, well, read out a review, send in a review, or if you want us to play a voice message, you can now drop a voice message. Of course, on our anchor site so if you're on spotify you just click voice and you can send us a voice message but if you're anywhere else just go to the new website footreview.com and you can also find a big yellow button which says send us a voice message and we'll actually get that message and we can play it on the show so feel free to do so you can do it on your phone on your website wherever you go to the internet you can drop us a message and we'll be able to play those on the show as well but let us know your reviews from players up to come. Which player are you most looking forward to this weekend, though? Myself, this weekend with Team of the Season, with Premier League. Uh, honestly, I don't think any card really excites me in, in the Premier League at this point in time, apart from maybe KDB. But again, I, I have his Team of the Year loan, and he doesn't really, he's not as good as I want him to be. So I think, to be honest, I think the Alan St. Maximin, if he comes in either an SBC or if he comes out in packs, that's the card that I think I will, whatever, I will get that card or I will do that card. I'm a, I'm a huge ASM fan. So yeah, that's the card I will, I will get done. I'm going to say the same as I say every year is that I really don't care too much about the Premier League cards because my team isn't built around them. Then yeah. every single year I just seem to pack two or three for some reason from the Premier League and at the end of the team of the season I, I somehow run a full Premier League team. So I don't know how that happens but in 
normal circumstances, I'd say I'm not too bored at all. Archon says in chat, Casemiro, please, if he gets a team this season, oh, probably will shout. get. So that's a good shout out. Um, but I'm pretty but, con- content. I think more than the actual cards and packs, I think one of the cards that I'm really looking forward to just to understand how good he is, is the Kaiseido uh, Seasons card to see how he plays in game. His stats look phenomenal. And I think he's a card that he's done really well in real life this year. And I think shout out to all the Ecuadorian followers that we have. He's he's a he's a card that I'm thinking of unlocking. And yeah, he's got face stats look amazing. Really solid, solid, solid face stat, face stat card. So uh, let's see. I think that's a card that I'm, I'm keen on. He's got 95 balance, and that seems like a Kante-ish kind of player. Slightly taller than Kante, but yeah, that's a card I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Awesome. We'll see what we get this Friday. This Friday, Cal, the writer of the blog, Cal Quaders will, or well, it's not Quaders, but at Quaders, of course, on Twitter, he will join the show as well as Ingvi's return and I will be hosting as well. So check it out this uh, Friday, May the 5th. Uh, let us know what you think about the website. Let us know any feedback. Drop us reviews. And well, there's just well, actually just one single thing left to do, my friend Shaq. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it.